0: We're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. Coming to you on the Mojo50 Radio Network. And streaming on demand on iTunes, TuneIn, Spreaker, and Spotify. Follow me on Twitter at right now Jim Dolls. Or shoot me an email at rightnowjimdaws at gmail.com. The website is jimdaws.com, and you can leave a voicemail for me at 772 245 0750. That number again is 772 245 0750. Well, welcome to the latest installment in the saga of you're not allowed to say anything bad about a Democrat of color. Of color is the sanctioned acceptable term uh, now. And uh, we have been schooled in this new cultural Marxist reality that uh, if you make um, a person of color as your spokesperson, then they have some sort of magical force field that they are not allowed to be criticized in any way. And if you do, then you are, by this new cultural Marxist definition, a racist. And of course, the latest example of this is uh, Donald Trump criticizing Elijah Cumming, who has for the last two years, in his, or I'm sorry, since January, in his new role as the chair of the House Oversight Committee, been on a nonstop jihad against the President, his family, his business associates, and anybody associated with his administration. If you've watched any of the video coming out of that committee, you've seen Elijah Cumming ranting and raving, not acting at all like an elected representative, but rather acting as if uh, he's on an episode of the World Wrestling Association or something. And uh, at long last, Trump had gotten a belly full of this when Elijah Cumming uh, last week, took out after his uh, new director of homeland security, Uh, uh He was posturing and and um, ranting, trying to show how um, virtuous he was, Elijah Cumming was, attacking McElhaney for uh, these supposed violations that were Uh, being committed at the border, putting children in cages and operating in concentration camps. Now, let's be clear. These, uh, These conditions down there are not ideal. And the reason they're not ideal is because the Democrats and the House of Representatives have steadfastly refused the administration's request to fund additional bed space and additional detention areas and additional judges so that they can clear this backlog. They are exercising the old Alinsky rule book and making a problem worse so that they can exploit that problem for their own political gain. And that's why you've seen the squad running around screaming and posing and uh, lying about the conditions down there on the border. And Elijah Cumming, who should know better, he's not one of these uh, fanatical uh, freshman Democrats, he is fanatical, but he's not, he's been in the House of Representatives for going on 25 years now. But when McElhaney, who has uh, been put in a terribly untenable position by these House Democrats trying to deal with this disaster that they've created down on the southern border, came before his committee, here's what Elijah Cumming did.
1: You feel like you're doing a great job, right? Is that what you're saying? We're doing our level best in a very... What does that mean? What does that mean when a child is sitting in their own feces, can't take a shower? Come on, man. What's that about? None of us would have our children in that position. They are human beings. And I'm trying to figure out, and, and, and I get tired of folks saying... Oh, oh! They just beating up on the border patrol. Oh, they just beating up on Homeland Security. Now, what I'm saying is, I want to concentrate
0: on these children, and I want to make sure that they're, they are okay. Well, let's let's really uh, take that statement apart. He wants to concentrate on these children, but he steadfastly voted against 17 different times the Trump administration's request to properly fund the relief that these migrants uh, need at the border as a result of the Democrats' policies, their disastrous immigration policies that they steadfastly refuse to address. So he's lying right there. And then he's talking about children sitting in their own feces. I, I suppose he's talking about babies because nobody but a baby would have be you know subject to sit in their own feces and of course babies that is actually what they do they sit in dirty diapers until somebody comes and changes them so you know it's just an overwrought uh, unhinged attack by elijah cumming and trump who aligns himself with uh, law enforcement and understands the terrible position that the border patrol has been put into down on the border. He countered by coming back with a tweet that if you think it's uh, bad conditions down on the border, if you think that the conditions on the border are unsafe, you ought to just take a look at Elijah Cummings' West Baltimore district. And he pointed out the rat infestation, which is undeniable, Orkin came out with a study saying that Baltimore is one of the rattiest cities in the nation. And, oh, man, did the uh, Democrat media lose their minds.
2: This sociopathic demagogue. Our president has a hate agenda. He doesn't have a policy agenda.
3: important for us to call it out for what it is, which is... Uh, racism. There's a pattern here. This guy is the biggest identity politician that he engages in what's known as racial priming. You see, the
0: Democrats and the Democrat media are not used to a Republican actually calling them on their BS. And the fact that Donald Trump is blowing through all of their carefully crafted fantasies and false narratives and calling calling this stuff out is just absolutely causing them to lose their minds. But they didn't question whether or not anything Donald Trump had said was in fact true. Because it is manifestly true, Baltimore is a failed city. Despite the fact that it is in Maryland and surrounded by some of the highest per capita um, counties in the nation because they're employed with the federal government, the actual city of Baltimore, and especially West Baltimore, is a basket case riddled with unbelievable levels of crime. They're on track for another 500 murders this year. making them the number one murder capital in the nation. Violent crime is through the roof. You've got whole stretches, whole tracts of the city that are just derelict. Nobody is cleaning up the trash in the streets. Nobody is taking down these derelict buildings. Nobody's trying to get any jobs in there. The, the crime... And the, um, the uh, poverty and the drug abuse is absolutely off the charts. And um, if you go down and talk to the actual people that are living in Elijah Cummings district, many of them agree with Trump.
1: Hello, it's me again, world. I was so excited when Ms. Kim told me how many hits that we got and that the president actually responded to a lot And what he said was definitely true. He hasn't done anything for us. For the last, I think he's been in the office over 20 years? 30. 30? Okay. So I was like 18 back then, and he hasn't done anything for us. No cookouts, no shoe giveaway, no clothes giveaway, nothing for them. And then y'all just want to know about the houses. He have not done anything. Today is Saturday, July the 27th, 2019.
0: So while Elijah Cumming focuses his fire on the president and all his time and attention trying to uh, unseat this president, going after his financial records and belittling the men and women of ICE and the border patrol that are trying desperately to deal with this disaster that they, the Democrats have created down on the Southern border. He is continuing to neglect his home district. Why would you spend all your time and energy trying to secure um, conditions for foreign nationals coming into the country illegally when your home district is being totally ignored and left to flounder. <laughs> and of course, Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff and Jerry Nadler and the rest of the lunatic Democrats all rushed, fell all over themselves to defend corrupt and incompetent Elijah Cummings, calling them his uh, calling him their hero. Their hero. Elijah Cumming is a hero. And Adam Schiff said, Oh, he is the moral compass and the conscience of the Democrat caucus. (laughs) Oh, please. Elijah Cumming, who is, as we speak, deeply uh, uh, enmeshed along with his wife into uh, fake charities been there 25 years and presided and and it, I know you know a lot of people say well he's not the mayor and he's not a local politician yeah he is a democrat powerhouse in that area and he could get some things done if he were interested in making sure they have been done but baltimore has been plagued by one incompetent race hustling democrat after the next ever since mosby uh the the uh district attorney for the city of Baltimore went after those uh cops and destroyed the morale and the effectiveness of the uh the Baltimore police department. The city has just spiraled downward into uh lawlessness and chaos. And Elijah Cumming could do something about that if he were interested in doing it, but he's not. He's too busy counting his ill-gotten gains and going after the President of the United States so he can get on evening TV on CNN and MSNBC moral compass my butt so there's a guy named Victor Blackwell he is a uh, anchor man over there at the Clinton News Network or the counterfeit news network and he was the first one to... Uh, To take out after Trump, he says that Donald Trump pointing out the rat and rodent infestation in West Baltimore is directly aimed at black people, that he only says these kind of things about black people.
4: Infested. That's usually reserved for references to rodents and insects, but we've seen the president invoke infestation to criticize lawmakers before. You see a pattern here? Just two weeks ago, President Trump attacked four minority congresswomen. Why don't they go back to the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? Reminder, three of them were born here. All of them are American. Infested, he says. A week before his inauguration, January 2017, Congressman John Lewis should spend more time on fixing and helping his district, which is in horrible shape and falling apart, not to mention crime-infested. Donald Trump has tweeted more than 43,000 times. He's insulted thousands of people, many different types of people. But when he tweets about infestation, it's about black and brown people.
0: Do you think for a second that uh, Victor Blackwell went through all of those 43,000 text messages and, and, uh, and checked to see whether Trump had ever used that word in any other context? I doubt it. But guess who else noticed the infestation in Baltimore and other big cities uh, that are run by Democrats. This is the chosen one. If you're unable to tell, you got to listen closely to uh, understand what he's saying.
5: We heard directly from them who, oftentimes, are growing
3: up in really tough situations. Single low
0: crime-infested areas, says Barack Obama. What did he say? You're not allowed to use that word, Obama. <laughs> they don't care at all when one of their own. Uses this kind of language, but they're so desperate to paint Trump as a racist that he's certain words are off limit. I suppose he's supposed to say um, Baltimore has a lot of rats and rodents residing there. What, What else would you say but infested? And there's no doubt it's infested on the same night Trump tweeted that out the public broadcasting system actually ran a documentary film titled rat film. Guess where the film was set. That's right. Baltimore, but all of this reality wasn't getting in the way of uh, Fox news Chris Wallace, who I'm convinced holds a conference call with George Stephanopoulos and Chuck Todd every Sunday morning to make sure that they've got all the same talking points. And apparently, they were all on board with Victor Blackwell's um, dishonest characterization.
3: He talks about uh, Elijah Cummings, and he says his district is rat and rodent infested. Uh, infested. It sounds like vermin. It sounds subhuman. That there, and these are all six members, uh, uh, members of Congress, who are people of color. I think you're spending way too much time reading between the lines. This is Mick
0: Mulvaney pushing back on, uh, on um, Chris Wallace. And I'm, I'm not sure why Mulvaney continues to go on these shows and uh, play nice with these dishonest Democrat talking point uh, spokespeople.
6: Spending way too
3: much time at reading between the lines. Does anybody, I'm not reading between the lines. Anybody, I'm reading the lines. Does anyone watching this program dispute the fact that, or the possibility that if Adam Schiff had said the same thing about the border, that the president would be attacking Adam Schiff in the exact same way today?
0: You know, it just gets uh, really tired. You're not allowed to um, criticize some people. And if, if you do, you are a racist. But you know, as I said before, Donald Trump's not the first person to take note that Baltimore is a failed city. The New York Times and the Washington Post have all written lengthy articles on the rat, dare I say, infestation. I'm not sure what other word I would use in Baltimore and the rampant crime and the poverty and the failing schools and the um, derelict infrastructure. And guess who else? took notice of it when he was uh, running for president in 2016.
3: But anyone who took the walk that we we took around this neighborhood would not think you're in a wealthy nation. You would think that you were in a third world country. But today what we're talking about is a community in which half of the people don't have jobs. We're talking about a community
0: in which there are hundreds of buildings that are uninhabitable. We're talking about a community where kids are unable to go to schools that are decent. Not hundreds of buildings, thousands of buildings. If you've ever been to West Baltimore, you would just be blown away by block after block of derelict row houses that have just been allowed to sit there and rot for decades while they're being used as crack houses and uh, prostitution and every other social ill, the city can't apparently get its act together, and all Elijah Cumming would have had to do is to work with this president and ask for some money in order to address this, but he's too busy, way, way, way too busy trying to bring this president down. But if you think that making these statements in the past would chasten Bernie Sanders from calling Trump racist, well... Unbelievable that we have a president of the United States who attacks uh, American cities, who attacks Americans, who attacks somebody who's a friend of mine. Elijah Cummings is one of the most decent and outstanding members of the House of Representatives. Most decent and outstanding, he says. Elijah Cummings is decent and outstanding. Elijah Cummings is a political hack and has been for decades, who has failed his home district, and engaged in corruption. He is the epitome of a corrupt Democrat politician, big city politician. But lest you think that it's just Obama and Bernie Sanders and the New York Times and the Washington Post and this documentary filmmaker that made rat film or The hugely successful hit the wire that has taken note of the third world conditions there in Baltimore. You should listen to one of the recent mayors who herself had resigned because of a corruption scandal
2: ago, city leaders identified some of the city's most violent neighborhoods. What the hell? We should just take all this down. To target... Ooh, you can smell the rats. Under Baltimore's violence reduction initiative. Oh, Jesus. Just last week we went with Mayor Pugh. She toured in East Baltimore neighborhood.
5: It's a new one. I've been out here 54 years.
2: It's a new one. Identified some of the city's most violent neighborhoods. What the hell? We should just take all this down. To target... Ooh, you can smell the rats. Under Baltimore Violence Reduction Initiative. Oh, Jesus! Just last week, we went with Mayor Pugh. she toured in East Baltimore neighborhood.
5: This a new one I've been at in 54
2: years. This a new one. Baltimore's Violence Reduction Initiative is about taking steps to rid communities of the cornerstones that contribute to crime. Oh my God, you can smell the dead animals. Blocks of dilapidated buildings help to hide the addiction that's crippled this community.
0: It really blows your mind. So, the president's not allowed to take notice that Elijah Cumming, one of the key inquisitors that are violating their oath of office and abusing their official position in order to go after the president of the opposing party, he's not allowed to take note that he's a total failure and corrupt at representing his own district. And if he does, the Democrat media will embark on a three-day-long now jihad that he is a racist, a virulent racist. Well, you know what? (laughs) Let them have it. Let them have at that. If they think that that's going to serve their ends, if they think the people of the United States want a president that's afraid to call out, This level of incompetence, corruption, and failure, let them take that into 2020. See how it works for them. You know, most people still remember the Baltimore riots that were precipitated by the leadership in the city of Baltimore, including Elijah Cummings. And what they did to the police officers that were trying desperately to hold back the tide of the dysfunction that these politicians have created, just like the um, the border patrol down there on the southern border. We're going to run out to a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this and then try to get to some of the other news right after two messages I'm Right Now with Jim Dawes. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture From an America first perspective On the Mojo Five O radio network CNN really, uh, really knows how to shred the last vestiges of credibility that um, they had. And O'Brien Stetler, the little George Costanza looking dude that uh, declares himself to be some sort of media critic, decided he was going to dig into this. Where is the president getting this idea? That Baltimore is dysfunctional, who 's putting these ideas into his head, and of course he deter- he decided or he discovered I should say that Donald Trump had been watching Fox News
6: egad this is what was on Fox and Friends in the six a m hour on Saturday. There was this clip of Cummings questioning the Homeland Security secretary about conditions at the border then Fox brought in a guest named Kimberly Clackick, who went to impoverished parts of West Baltimore and made videos of trashed lots and ruined row homes. Fox called her a Republican strategist. They've called her that for more than a year now.
0: Now, you notice he, he, he's, t- he's going on to discredit her, and I'll, I'll play you the rest of this clip. But he, he starts out by noticing that she created videos and went to Baltimore He conveniently leaves out that uh, this woman is actually a native of Baltimore and lives in Baltimore. She's from Baltimore. She knows what of she speaks. But Stettler is taken out after the messenger. Shoot the messenger
6: her a Republican strategist. They've called her that for more than a year now. But there is no evidence that she's ever been employed by a campaign. She did run for a local county GOP position and lost last year. So they call her a Republican strategist, maybe because she wrote right-wing blog posts for this website for a while.
0: Maybe because she wrote right-wing blog posts for Politi- PolitiFact, I think it is, trying to give strategies to the Republican Party. So she gets to call herself a right-wing strategist or a Republican strategist. See, Brian Stettler's not having that. She's not an official uh, journalist on CNN or MSNBC. So we're not going to recognize her because we are the guardians of fake news and she doesn't get to go to Baltimore and take videos.
6: Then she started getting booked on TV again and again, again as a so-called strategist on The Hill and on Fox and other shows. Her LinkedIn profile pointedly says she's a commentator, quote, not under contract, which means she's going on Fox for free. Earlier this month, she decided to take on Cummings by making web videos about Baltimore's run-down neighborhoods. But I tell you all this to explain here is where the president is getting his information. Clackett was booked on Fox again on Saturday. The president was watching, and then an hour later, he tweeted. But first, listen to what she said on Fox.
7: There is a crisis at the border, but there's also a crisis in Baltimore. And I don't think many people realize this, but Congressman Cummings represents the most dangerous district in America.
6: She went on to use words that Trump would parrot basically exactly. Watch.
7: There's abandoned row homes filled with trash, um, homeless attics, uh, empty needles that they have used, And it's really right next door. So it's attracting rodents, uh, cockroaches, you name
6: it. The videos are real, but they're not even Fox's videos. They're relying on unpaid guests who went in the neighborhoods, talked to people, because she wants to support Trump and tear down Cummings.
0: <laughs> what are we supposed to take away from that? So... This woman, who is uh, employed or apparently uh, just you know volunteering to come on Fox News and report these situations, is is reporting what everybody acknowledges is the truth. But because apparently she lacks the credentials of the fake news media, she's not allowed to be a source of information. You see, they like it when they've got a, a corner on the market for information and news that way they can control the narrative. Well, those days are long gone. Brian Stetler, George Costanza, you don't get to keep a lid on reality and truth any longer. People have got video cameras. People have access to the internet. People can post on social media. People can create their own content. And unless you're interested in challenging the truth of what they've created, You're just going to have to deal with the new reality. Little fat boy. So. Where to start next. Elijah Cumming couldn't actually be bothered. To defend himself in person. Because he's apparently on a junket. With Nancy Pelosi over to. Over in Italy. They're. Yucking it up out there on their uh, five-week vacation. Nancy's got Barbara Lee, the pure idiot from California, and she's uh, she has got uh, members of the squad with her as well. Got a picture of her sitting in a five-star restaurant in Italy table just um, festooned with wine bottles and pasta along with Ilhan Omar and AOC and they're, you know, pushing back against Trump who's here trying to deal with the mess they've created. They're pushing back on him by Twitter hoping that nobody notices that they're over enjoying the fruits of their corrupt enterprise And that's what it is. The Democrats have basically become the modern-day Democrat plantation owners. But instead of the residents of the plantation working in the fields any longer, they get to vote for a living. And the Democrat masses will take care of them. Unbelievable. So in this vacuum that they have created... By being over in Italy, living high. Oh, Reverend Al Sharpton has stepped into the void. <laughs> Al Sharpton pounces. And he has an explanation for all of this. Apparently he thinks, well, I'll just let you listen to yourself. He
1: attacks everybody. I know Donald Trump. He's not. Mature enough to take
0: criticism. He can't help it. He's Donald Trump can't take criticism. This is a guy that has come under vicious, dishonest, corrupt attack by the Democrats and the establishment in Washington, D.C. nonstop. And, in, and despite all of this, has been able to help create. I'm not, I'm not giving him total credit for it help create the greatest economy in my lifetime, the lowest unemployment in the history of this country. But according to Al Sharpton, he's thin skin and can't take criticism.
1: I know he attacks everybody. I know Donald Trump. He's not mature enough to take criticism. He can't help it. He's like a child. Somebody say something, he reacts. He's thin-skinned and not really matured that well.
0: So Donald Trump is thin-skinned. <laughs> the guy that has been building this economy while being torn at relentlessly by the Democrats in the deep state is thin-skinned. And so while the... Democrat plantation masses are on their sworay, taxpayer paid for, by the way, over to Italy and are noshing on five-star restaurant fare. Donald Trump is, is back in Washington trying to deal with the disaster that they've created and pointing out that they're not doing their jobs. And what do they do? They dispatch Reverend Al Sharpton, the race spader, race hustler himself, to call Donald Trump a racist.
1: Well, my message is that he should not continue to try and sell this racist behavior to try and make the country more divided for his own political gain. His attacks on Elijah Cummings and his district here is something that...
0: You know, it's hard to even uh, stay quiet while this... this ridiculous statement spews from this fat boy, former fat boy's mouth. Really spewing racism. That's what Al Sharpton, that is his stock and trade is spewing racism.
1: Behavior to try and make the country more divided for his own political gain,
0: dividing people for their own political gain. Who does that sound like? Hmm. Al Sharpton.
1: His attacks on Elijah Cummings and his district here is something that is absolutely abhorrible.
0: <laughs> abhorrible? Oh, nice. This is what happens when you take a guy off his teleprompter.
1: That is absolutely abhorrible. First of all, part of Congressman Cummings' district is very stable. It is probably the most educated and economically mobile African American district uh, that we know in the Northeast, if not the country. But his whole stereotyping of them is racist.
0: Well, let's let's dig into that a little bit. Yes, indeed, Elijah Cummings' district very similar to John Lewis's district down in metropolitan or. Yeah, I guess you would say metropolitan Atlanta because it includes some areas outside the city limits, just like Elijah Cummings, is majority black. But it also includes a substantial population of rich, brie-munching liberals. So while Al Sharpton, I mean, while Elijah Cummings and John Lewis pander for the votes of these limousine liberals... And in metropolitan Baltimore, you have these uh, huge tracts of black populated areas that are absolute disaster. And they get enough of these white liberal votes of these people that are living, you know, in their estates behind gates, sending their kids to private schools to stay in office so that they can these liberals can feel good about themselves. But hearing Al Sharpton talk like this and, and seeing Al Sharpton be dispatched to defend Elijah Cumming by calling Donald Trump a racist, is that that's, that's what the Democrats want? That's who they're going to let be the face of their defense of Elijah Cumming, Al Sharpton? Tawana Brawley, Al Sharpton? Who engaged in this massive race hoax. The same Al Sharpton that incited a riot at Freddy's Fashion Mart. Where a Jewish shop owner was set upon. By a a mob that he created. And one of the protesters went into Freddy's store with a gun. And a can of gasoline and shot several customers and set the store on fire killing seven store employees, that's Al Sharpton that we've got as the spokesperson for Elijah Cumming in the Democrat Party accusing Trump of racism. The same Al Sharpton race baiter that uh, whipped up the idea that Trayvon Martin was just a poor, innocent kid that was assassinated when it comes out when it comes out by, from witnesses that he was beating Zimmerman's head against a concrete sidewalk the same Al Sharpton that has a show on MSNBC i'm surprised they haven't put him on some of these De- democrat debate panels and it hasn't been that long ago that Al Sharpton could be heard Doing exactly what Donald Trump said he does, hates white people and hates police officers. Now, let's just listen to that again. He is trying to incite people to prove that they have the courage of their convictions. This is at a uh, Louis Farrakhan event, by the way. He's encouraging them to prove the courage of their convictions by, as he says, offing the pigs. Well, they got pigs out there, he says. Let's just pause for a second and realize that a major American network has given this man his own show. Now, you know, I'm a, a believer that people can change. People can certainly reform themselves. Al Sharpton has not done so. He's never apologized for any of these rants. He's the same Al Sharpton that incited the riot that resulted in those seven deaths. He's the same Al Sharpton that you can find example after example of inciting violence, in this case, directly against police officers. mm This is the face the Democrat Party is going to put on themselves along with the squad. And yeah, they hate America. Yeah, they hate white people. Yeah, they hate police officers. There's no doubt about it. All you have to do is read their words. And the truth of the matter is, the things that Donald Trump said about Baltimore, not only are they entirely true, they don't go far enough. Donald Trump ought to... At the same time, point out these other Democrat cities like Chicago and Los Angeles and Washington, D.C., San Francisco and Detroit and Cleveland are also being left to, to generate. And they're all run by Democrats. And the Democrats all want to talk about something else. And if you point out the disaster that they've made of these great, once great cities, their response is to call you a racist. Mm-mm-mm. At the Washington Hilton last week, you saw this group of about 20 urban youths set upon a tourist Right outside the Washington Hilton. Beating him senseless. Kicking his head into the concrete. 15-20 to 1. Attacking this guy. The Democrat media. Not interested. Can you imagine if that were a bunch of white kids that had done that? Can you imagine... You don't have to imagine. You can contrast it with the Covington Catholic uh, high school kid situation, where they had a picture of a Catholic schoolboy smiling. They they thought it resembled more of a smirk at an old man beating a drum in his face, and they lost their minds. They wanted the kids expelled. They wanted their lives ruined. They wanted the Hollywood. People wanted them put into wood chippers and the doors locked on their school and the school set on fire. But they had nothing to say about this gang attack outside the Washington Hilton last week. And now they're saying, well, Trump's going to cause a civil war because. He is daring to speak these unvarnished tr- truths. We are the ones that get to use incendiary language. The president's not allowed to push back at all. If he does, he's trying to start a civil war.
2: I don't know where Donald Trump is, wants to take this, but it's, it's wherever it is, it's going to be dangerous. It could lead to some sort of horrible civil war.
0: Well, if it's a civil war, it won't be because of Republicans. Republicans aren't out marching in the streets with clubs and weapons, clad in black and wearing masks, and having Democrat mayors ignore their street violence. It's not Republicans that are out there engaging in this sort of incendiary rhetoric. Like you hear every morning over on MSNBC. Recently you had Donnie Douche trying to incite violence against the president of the United States. I don't know how else to put it.
3: What you said in a couple of minutes yesterday to me is the most important thing that's ever been said on this show, on any show on this air, and that we are at war. It is time for the Democrats to wake up. We are playing against cheaters and liars or stealers. And with all due respect to Michelle Obama, when they go high when they go low, we got to do whatever we have to do.
0: Whatever we have to do, we've got to do whatever we have to do. That sounds an awful lot like by any means necessary. The same exact slogan that the Antifa street terrorists use
3: when they go low, we got to do whatever we have to do. We actually have a government led by Moscovich and criminal Trump. Oh, by the way, we're going to call him unindicted criminal Trump now because in two instances, he has been an unindicted criminal. So I know in in regular, when you're playing fair, you're supposed to call him President Trump. Just like we're going to call him Moscovich, we're going to call him criminal Trump.
0: This guy's a lunatic, and he... Two is getting air over there at MSNBC. He is inciting violence against the president of the United States. And yet the executives over there at NBC who run MSNBC can't bring themselves to enforce any discipline or remove them from him from their air.
3: He has been an unindicted criminal. So I know in in regular, when you're playing fair, you're supposed to call him President Trump, just like we're going to call him Moscow Mitch. We're going to call him criminal Trump. And another message for the Democrats, it is time to move forward. There are two takeaways from Mueller that we're going to use as we go to war. Number one, the president broke the law, and when he's out of office, he can go and will go to jail. And number two... He can go and
0: will go to jail. So Donnie Douche has decided that he is going to not only be the prosecutor, but he's also going to be the judge and jury. And he's declared war on the president of the United States. There used to be a a word for that in the past. It was called sedition, and people used to go to jail for it. The duly elected, constitutionally empowered president of the United States, Donnie Douche, wants to go to war. And he's using all this uh, thinly veiled violent rhetoric on one of the major networks on their cable channel.
3: And when he's out of office, he can go and will go to jail. And number two, we are vulnerable with our election systems. That's our two things. We may not have won the battle of impeachment, but we're going to win the war of putting him in jail, whatever we have to do. And we're not going to necessarily play fair. And for all the intellectuals out there whose hair is going to go on fire, but we're becoming like them, we're becoming like them.
0: This guy is such a pure idiot. and He, he would be laughable if he were standing on a corner ranting and raving, but he's not. He's on a major cable channel owned by a major network in this country using incendiary, violent rhetoric, but he's not the only one. You've got Representative Steve Cohen, Stephen Cohen, the, the chicken man from Memphis, Tennessee, appearing on CNN.
3: The other... I don't have to convince my constituents. They're all in, predominantly they're in favor of impeachment. And they come up to me on a regular basis and say, stay on him, keep your foot on the back of his neck, and don't you ever let up. Uh, they-
0: and they're accusing Trump of inciting a civil war by pointing out that one of the congressmen that is engaged in this jihad against him is not doing his job. Here's another clip from Morning Joe
3: Isn't this one of those moments in American history that all hands have to be on deck and we don't need to see 22 Democrats scrapping and fighting and punching each other? They should focus their fire on Donald Trump.
0: Focus their fire on Donald Trump. Now, could you imagine if Sarah Palin had used that sort of rhetoric? Well, as a matter of fact, she did uh, say something like that, and she was absolutely crucified in the media. Now, she wasn't on the news division of a major network when she said it. She was talking about, you know, um, using an analogy in campaign practices. But you got Morning Joe over there. At the same time, all of these politicians and talking heads are using this incendiary rhetoric
3: they fire on Donald Trump? Absolutely. What's
1: at stake here is so important that our differences, we should define them, but we should not end up wasting a lot of energy and fire when it ought to be all directed at who's trying to turn back the clock in this country.
0: Uh, so there you got a professional insider of violence. Al Sharpton taking up the language that we've got to direct our fire at the president of the United States. And, of course, you hear all of these uh, these unhinged Democrats and celebrities like Robert De Niro saying he wants to punch the president in the face. Last week, you had John Tester, a senator from Montana, no less. Talking about punching the president of the United States. And that was, uh, who was doing it before? I mean, it, it's it's stacking up now. But see, this is the advantage you hold when you own uh, and run 90% of the media. And the media can become the mouthpiece for the Democrats. You can engage in all the racism characterizing Donald Trump's supporters and his base. You want to, you can engage in all the incitements aimed at, uh, endangering the president that you want to. And if Donald Trump dares push back just a little bit and points out that Democrat politicians aren't actually doing their job, then he's the one citing a civil war. And it is a cold civil war at this point, unfortunately. Because the Democrats have tried to subvert and corrupt the levers of power under Barack Obama when they sent the law enforcement intelligence agencies out to subvert the Democrat process. And now the American people really are having to fight for their constitution. Right now we're able to do it through the electoral process. But the Democrats seem determined to deny us that. They've already denied us two years to the president we've elected to a large degree. And there's no indication they're going to stop. Well, that takes us to the end of this show. I want to thank you for joining us. Join us back here again tomorrow for right now.
7: As you make plans this season, consider convenient COVID-19 testing from Quest. Get the same test hospitals use without a doctor visit.